Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If. Only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Listening to the Real Housewives of Rewatch, and I am Sue Funk, and I'm here with Danielle from Brandsburg Bravo. And, and we're, we're doing episode ten of season, season three, three, Real Housewives of New York. And it's it's a good one. We should just hop right in because there's it. It just keeps giving from yeah, moment one. It, it had not like a slow start, but I wasn't like sure how I felt about it. Oh, really? And then. Then it's then I started to get more into the into the episode. Um, the name of the episode is "Leap Before You Look," which I don't really know if I know what that means. I didn't get that one either. It's and I'm just like, why couldn't you just call it "Cocktails and Couture"? Like, oh yeah, why didn't they just call it that? Because that's what it is. We're at the party at Sonia's house, and like maybe it's just like the real estate porn for me. But I just loved the the shots that they had of Sonia's townhouse in this you mean that her bathroom was the size of my like whole apartment her and lou are getting ready in the bathroom and it's literally the size of my like first apartment in new york like Mm -hmm. it is so giant and um sonia says she's never on time for parties and she tells lou to go downstairs and she'll follow and alex is the first to arrive in like a very gorgeous outfit yeah, I also would like to point out the no glam. Yeah. When you're doing her own makeup. And that has stayed true to New York for a very long time. Very, very and, long. Um, I am not a fan of glam ever for anyone. I almost when, feel... Oh, sorry. Well, no, I should take it back. I m- mostly hate glam when they go on vacation. Mm. If they're not on vacation and they do it at their house pre-filming, whatever, I think it adds some level of... In authenticity to it that I don't like. Like, it's ridiculous that they literally get glam for, like, brunch at their friend's house. But I can deal with it, but I hate it on vacation. When uh, there was that Priv deal, I think it was... Remember how there was, like, the service where you could get your makeup done and it was, like, kind of... They were trying to be, like, 
across the nation. And I feel yeah. like Roni used them, but it was only, like, as a kind of, like, hidden If they had used it, I wouldn't have been upset in yeah. this situation. It was just something that I noticed. Like, I've always liked um, Kyle, like, never does oh, yeah. glam. I've always yeah. liked that about her, whether she does that for the purpose that she knows people likes it or she's just not into getting it done. Like I feel like for some things she will. But, but like, she's never traveled with it. No. We've seen her get glam, but never on vacation. You're right. Yeah. And she's pretty so good yeah. about get, doing her own makeup, too. But anyway, Alex comes, and like we said, it's the cocktails for couture or the couture and cocktails. Cocktails thing. and couture. couture. And uh, we see that Alex is donating her dress that she got season one with Simon, where she talks about how it's wearable art. Mm-hmm. And I don't even know how to describe this said dress. Like, uh, there's nothing I could. It's like if you took a tiger stripe, but like made it into a magic eye of like, <laughs> I don't know. Uh- I have no idea how to describe this. It's yellow hues. It looks great on Alex. I don't know how many people it would look great on. Um, I don't think many. So And you were kind for saying it looks great on her because I think it's a really ugly dress. <laughs> oh, I I think it's cool. Um, but I will say uh, Lou just immediately jumps on Alex. <laughs> it is, yep. it is yep. like non-stop like she's just like what happened the other night was horrifying yeah what and Alex did is was very much heartless. just like what the fuck Luann this is none of your business leave me alone like and Lou is kind of like well it was none of your business and she's just like yeah I I did what I did like I think one of my favorite things about the fallout of this is that Alex is so unapologetic yeah and I like so Lou says to her you're not that kind of girl Mm -hmm. And I felt like that really just meant uh, we normally walk all over you. So what is this uh, new attitude you got? You're actually like standing up for yourself semi kind of like that's what it felt like by her saying that like you're not this person. You're the nice one. You're not supposed to be involved in this. Well, and it's also like who gave you main character energy because she also says like who made you God? And Alex's Uh face to that is just like. You are so ridiculous. Like, she can't even take it seriously. And, yeah. And so Lou's like, I thought you might apologize tonight and make Jill feel better. And she's like, yeah, I hear you. The last thing I want to do is hurt people. I knew I was dropping a bomb and there was a point of no return. But it is what it is. I did it anyway. You know, like... And then Sonia just like saunters in late. She looks fantastic. Oh yeah, I love she's it. Great. Late to her own party in her own house. Yep. And Lou points out that Sonia's got an updo, and she's like, "And you saw that I had an updo, and you decided to do an updo. That's so interesting." <laughs> like Sonia's like, "Yeah, it's an updo kind of night." And I'm like, yeah. "Are you really going after her for stealing your hair?" Like, do it was so ridiculous. It really was. Uh, then we get Kelly and Jill, and. We kind of see our first, like, Sonia-Alex chat. The two of them, I don't really remember up until this point, really had, like, Mm -hmm. any... They might have talked, but it wasn't on TV. So this was kind of, like, the first time I feel like we've seen them chatting. Mm -hmm. Um, And then I love one of the first things Jill, you know, this is Jill's first time at the townhouse. So, of course, she has comments about it. And, of course, she wants a tour. 
Of course she does. Yes. I didn't write anything about the tour. I just... No, she didn't give her a tour. She just was like, oh, you have to give me a tour. Like, And she, she also is doing classic Jill and critiquing immediately. She's like, we have to hang up our own clothes. Like, her and Kelly are both just like, what is this? What? Like... And it's like, it's a charity party. You can take it out and hang it up. I know. Like, it's like a very simple thing to do. Uh, and then Ramona comes in like super glam. I don't like, I just felt like she was very dressed up and mm-hmm. like hair done. Like, I don't know. She just, this was a vibe for Ramona, this look. like She was, was with Mario, so maybe they went out beforehand. Yeah. Uh, and then one of the biggest things that I feel we have not seen happen, Bobby gets involved. Because Bobby goes up to Alex and basically is like, you made Jill really upset. Why did you do that? You need to talk to her. And And Alex is kind of having none of it. She's like, I'm not engaging with Bobby. This doesn't involve you. She's not being mean to him. No, I think she's being pretty respectful, but she's just kind of like, I I think she just keeps being like, I respect your opinion, but I did what I did. Like, yeah, yeah. She's not being rude to Bobby, but it's, you know, I feel like Jill was like, you need to go up and talk to Alex. Like, I don't know if he did that on his own. But she also is just like, I'll talk to Jill, but, like, I'm not going to... Like, she doesn't say she's going to apologize. She's just like, I'll talk to him. Also, Jennifer shows up at the party, and, like, I feel like it was, like, between Sonia and Jennifer of, like, who would become a castmate because Jennifer was Jill's, like, um, party planner. And Jennifer shows up and is just like so bland (laughs) like it's just like (laughs) she's just like these women fight a lot and and then it was just done and I was just like oh Jennifer you failed this test yeah no she was not this was you were not going to beat a Miss Morgan out that's that's for sure so then we get Jill having like a sidebar conversation with Kelly right is that who she's talking to yeah and this is when I really start to hate Jill. Like, I mm-hmm. really, really hate her. I because, knew this was going to bug you. Oh, my God. Because she's going on and on about Bethany mm-hmm. and that she just wasn't in the mood to make up that day with Bethany. And this is the line that gets me, that she was like, well, I felt ambushed. I didn't have my notes with me. <laughs> And that sent me off a cliff because I was like, if you needed notes, that means you're ready to fight, not make up. Yeah. The person coming to make up doesn't need notes and doesn't care about what happened in the past because they're putting it to the side, they're putting it behind them to make up and move forward. But she just, she wanted to tell Bethany off in some way. You're right. But then Jill is also like, so she talks about this ambush and then she's like, but then it all happened so fast. She got pregnant she got me she's getting married I'm just worried about her I'm worried about her health I'm worried about her baby like and it's just the thing that I can't help but notice is it's just like Jill's talking about her emotions about it and I'm just like yes you're worried about her but you keep saying I'm so upset I'm so upset that this happened to me like it's, she's only mad because she's missing out yeah. on all of these great opportunities. Now I'm not going to be a bridesmaid. I'm not going to be featured in this. I mm-hmm. could have done this for her because she's pregnant now. Now I'm not going to get photo of us and bye-bye baby buying a crib together. Like To me, <laughs> yeah. the wheels are turning. Yep. Of, I messed up, and I shouldn't have made it go this long 
because now I'm fully out of Bethany's life and she has all these great things going on and I don't get to, it doesn't benefit me. And she's also like, I'm not, and I want to go over, but I'm not welcome. And she says it like, she brings this up a couple of times and she says it like, oh my God, Bethany's so mean for not welcoming. And I'm like, Bethany came with a freaking pastry box and you did not talk to her at all. Yeah. Oh, I just keep going back to where now her saying she felt ambushed when you and I, during that episode, we're like, what ambush? It was one person and you had Lou there and Ramona. Like there was no ambush. There was no 15 people on team Bethany there. Like Bethany showed up solo. Now we know what she meant by that is that Mm -hmm. she wasn't prepared with her fight to point out all the things that Bethany did wrong. She she, wanted her big scene. She wanted a big scene where she looked right. But I think that even if Jill had all the notes in the world, she wouldn't have looked right. Agree. Because Jill would never take any um, part of her responsibility in everything. And that's the biggest issue. And I didn't write it down. Did, did, did she say in this moment, because I have memory of it, but, you know, I watched a lot of episodes. Was this in the moment when she was like, you know, the whole fight, it's so stupid. It was just about Bethany not checking in on me with Bobby's health thing and then you know Bethany told me to get a hobby or whatever like does she go into like realizing how dumb this entire thing is that started I don't know if that's there because she She talks about it numerous times times. over the next few episodes so I don't remember (laughs) I I just wrote that like Kelly is asking questions like she didn't know what was going on and who, I was like, Kelly has to have heard all of this before. But um, then, oh, uh, well, and also Jill is saying it's over now. It's over. And Kelly says, but that's what Alex said. That's not what Bethany said. So maybe Bethany's, it wasn't Bethany's decision. And she says she never wants to talk to Alex again. And and I wrote, you shouldn't critique other people's parenting, Jill. <laughs> like, this has all happened because you are critiquing Alex's parenting publicly, gleefully. <laughs> like, yep. Yep. And again, it's also now this like she continually her issues, whatever, with Bethany. It's like, I'm not speaking to Alex. What, what did Alex really do? Like she just was saying what Bethany said. She, she does did it, it again to people. Ramona later. Like, it's all about, like, these by proxy people Well, that I she's think putting this anger on. Jill was upset that Alex didn't pull her aside. But Jill wasn't going aside with Alex for anything. Jill want, didn't want to hear anything. And I think that Alex could have taken her to a space sealed vaults and told her and she still would have been devastated because she doesn't want to hear the truth that is that she's fucked it up royally with bethany yep and then i love it you know how we know jill would have never talked to alex privately because alex tries to talk to jill privately and jill doesn't want to talk at all i really feel bad for alex in these moments where she gets like just wants to be heard and just just shot down so hard I know. She needs to have, she doesn't, she goes high pitched, but she needs to go lower pitched. Yeah. I think that's part of the issue. She gets very high pitched, but that's not gonna, you need to get into that deep register. Like when I call my dog when he doesn't listen, 
mm-hmm. sometimes it's because he responds better to like a lower pitch or like a male voice because he'll mm-hmm. certainly listen to Derek sometimes more than me. So a literal be like Remy and like do like a weird <laughs> deep voice to like get his attention because he if Remy Remy like that won't when yeah. he you know he's half German Shepherd so when that nose is on the onto something he's very locked in and he needs that more like booming voice to kind of like shake him out of it and Alex just she yeah. goes she goes hi. I need you to go low. <laughs> go Unlike, low, Alex. You know, but just with yeah. your voice. Just with your voice. Everything else is fine. Uh, so then it's really the end of the party unless you had other notes on the party. Just Ramona telling Alex, did you have to do that? Did you have to say that? We were all happy. And then you were like, meow. <laughs> which yeah. I thought was really funny. And then Mario is upset that Simon isn't there. Oh, yeah, I did see that, which I thought was cute that they have, like, now become friends. And really, I mean, Ramona and Alex have been in a pretty good place this entire season. Absolutely, and I love it. Because I think I... it also, like, Ramona made an effort, like, the very first episode, she was just like, I'm just going to let it go with Alex. Well, it was a classic example of, like, getting off on the wrong foot with a person you don't know, which often happens a lot on this show. And then when they actually get to know each other, then it's like, oh, wait, no, we're totally cool, we're friends, like... This happened with Crystal and Sutton. It happened with Erica mm-hmm. and Doree. Like, it constantly happens that these women, I think they come in and they don't want to like this person. So then yeah. for some reason, they're not going to like them. But then time goes on and they're like, oh, I guess we're cast members now. And then they actually get to know them. And they're like, oh, wait, you're cool. I like you. <laughs> <laughs> um, we then go to Bethany uh, and it's very sad music. And they're dropping off uh, Cookie, and uh, Jason and Bethany got the call from her dad that he's finally ready to see her, and so they're running to the airport. Like, fuck that, man. Making her pay for another five-hour flight to California? I'd send the bill to his estate for that one. Like, (laughs) that was so messed up. And I like that she called Ramona, though, because, like, Ramona had recently gone through something similar, and Ramona shockingly is actually quite kind and understanding and like i'm sure that this was set up because like ramona's there at the phone waiting and yeah everything. It, it felt set up but not rehearsed just like okay bethany's gonna call you at x y and z to yeah. discuss this um and it makes you know we always say this ramona has moments of empathy and mm-hmm there are so many life similarities between Ramona and Bethany. Yep. And either those are the things that have continually brought them together. And then those are the things that have completely ripped them apart. And we see it ebb and flow for their entirety of their, their relationship together because they're very similar people. They are. And, and or I should say have had similar life experiences. experiences yeah. And that, I, I agree. The experience is not the people part, but like, yeah. Ramona can't believe it. She's cry- I wrote she's crying and now I'm crying and now everybody's crying because <laughs> I was like I was like this is so sweet oh my god. And that I- was very sad, um, very sad moment. I mean, I feel almost combined the two of our experiences. Me being pregnant, I understand how overwhelming that is. You having lost a parent, you understand how both overwhelming parents. that is. Don't forget. Both parents. Sorry, well, I was thinking more just dad in, in the sense of this, that you've, you've lost your father. So, like, like, Don't take away my orphan status, Danielle. No, I would never. I would never. But I just mean like that combining both of those things at the same time Yeah, is a lot. I can't imagine. Like the 
Bethany's pregnancy surviving all of the stress from this season yeah. in and of itself makes Bryn one of the strongest children out there. <laughs> Agree. Like, yeah. I mean, I'm constantly now being pregnant, I think of all these things that I've seen pregnant women do and this and that, and I'm just like absolutely in awe of it mm-hmm. because there's just every day your brain is your brain is crazy during this time especially when you've never had a kid of just like what is my future going to be and all of a sudden now she has to think of her past with her dad (laughs) at the same time and it's just yeah i I commend her for it so but she's off to california and then then we go to another gotham party is it the success (laughs) why don't you like there's so many parties i was just like and it's because of the trendsetter piece and i was just like God damn, Gotham had parties for fucking everything. <laughs> like, what was their budget? My God. I don't know. Like, And I do remember at this time, there were, like, a lot of websites would just throw parties. Like, I remember going to, like, a Gawker website. Or, like, there was just, like, a website for bloggers. A website for, like, you know, they would, they would um, have people who were their bloggers and their writers, like, mixers and stuff like that but this was just like i was just like you really just had a party for her doing a piece about trend setting and she like makes it sound like i just i discovered man on the street interviewing and i created I this and i I've love also this. that they're like legit parties it could be one thing that was just like a dinner but they're yeah. like legit parties also the fact that gotham keeps letting bravo film at these parties mm-hmm. surprising as well and i'm just like what chokehold is gotham like under the same parent company as like nbc universal like something like what are we missing here that this keeps keeps being it but whatever the part the part is fine and um jill uh lou starts discussing and telling the girls about how she has a song she's working on well she tells them that's with her boyfriend or her date that she brings she's like you know i thought i'd bring a date and it's court Oh, and this guy me this guy everything about him gives me the ick so he's largely known as like the creepy guy that luann dates but i had to know who the frick he was so i found this new york mag article and it's not very long but it's very interesting because it's like talking about how he's a writer and um, he's often dating, like, models and beautiful women. He's known to be, like, and his books are about beautiful women, particularly his best known, The Shallow Man, which is about a man, um, which is about men who date models. He loves catwalkers. In addition, he has been photographed with them as frequently as possible. Um so why is he dating a 40-something divorcee? And then they did, like, they wrote the sentence and then it struck, they did a strikeout because his first new book in eight years comes out in January. Absolutely, and they wrote, there Because is. she's a former Wilhelmina model, duh. And I was like, no, because he, as soon as she brings up her, her singing, he brings up his book. Like, they're, it's just, it's such a transactional relationship in front of us that I was just like, Oh my gosh, this is ridiculous. No, he really grosses grosses me out. Like, everything about him. He's like a coked-out Colin Hay. Yeah. Um, anyway. So I love that, that Lou describes... Wow! Nice! Yeah! 
What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Her song as a really fun song about how money can't buy you class, and I was like, "No, Lou, that's exactly the song." Actually, <laughs> I didn't I catch like, that. That's great. <laughs> that's just the one word, the out. phrase, said over and over. Yeah, it's the whole entire song. Uh, and then she also describes. She goes, "I'm not Madonna, but I could be a female Barry White." And I'm like, "Oh my god, you, your ego, in these times." Also, why does nobody want to be Madonna? Madonna wasn't that bad back then. <laughs> Come on, guys. I know. It's like there we get a decent amount of like Madonna references. Now I wonder, we won't be till next episode that we see a recording and all of that. Mm-hmm. Is this the first ever Housewife song to come out. Is she the first one no, to make a Joe song? Joe from OC had oh, one. Oh, right. Yeah, but no one like knows those. <laughs> yeah, I mean, but it's still the first like Joe. Okay. I, you know, because it is, I'll give her, you know, I feel like Lou would not have gotten that from Joe. Like, I don't think she would have seen, like, oh, yeah. Joe did an album. I'm going to do an album. So I will give her props for the innovation of the Housewife song. Because she opened the door for all the other songs. <laughs> thank goodness. I, truly, thank goodness, because I love them so much. And they're such a part of the Bravo sphere. Yes. Even the you know, who quite surprised me, I really like... Um, Adriana's Miami song. Oh yeah, I think it's a really good song. I'm I'm a fan. <laughs> yeah, it's like Miami's hot. Come to my casa. I don't know. It's, it's like I didn't even realize it was like playing in an episode. I was like, oh, this vibes like this. This this is better sounding than a lot of some of the other songs. You know. I think Google me might be the worst one. <laughs> Research me, you'll find, find me. me. Hit them, yeah, click, click them, them keys and Google, Google me. me. I don't like, know. Coffee and love is oh, that's definitely true. up there from Ashley. And also, how could we forget that Simon Van Camp has a song as well? What one song? It came out eleven years ago. I'm real, and if you've certainly never seen his performance on Watch What Happens Live, I remember leather pants ago. and some crotch shots, But oh my god. That was my brain. <laughs> I cannot believe you haven't seen the performance on Watch What Happens Live. I have. I just... Oh, you have? Yeah. I just didn't remember the song very oh, well. Oh, no. But it's like, just burned into my memory. His his singing is real bad. Like, they yes. didn't even auto-tune him. But his confidence is sky oh, so high. high. So high. So then we go to... It came out in 2011, I think. So I think it was around, like, I don't think he beat Lou. No. I believe he still probably was only the house husband to have a song, though. I believe that. I don't so, think any other. 
Kelly gets on the table at, at this Gotham party and is like, I've never been on a table before. And Jill says, I don't believe that. <laughs> like, I'm just like, Jill, this is like one of the only people that's on your side right now. Like, I know, you're just don't immediately do this. being so rude to her. So rude. And then also, Jill is being all kissy, as Alex says, kissy, kissy, fake, fake. Yeah. When Alex gets there, she's all yeah. of a sudden now, oh, hi, how's it going? Like, Alex is like, what the hell is going on? And I love that, like, Sonia's not even really interacting with people. But, like, she, like every shot of her, she's giving, like, smoldering looks to people. And I'm just like, God, I love Sonia Morgan. Me she too, just me adds too. so much color to everything. And, um, yeah, they're like, Alex, you're having a great hair day. And then Jennifer's like, I've never seen people with so many issues. <laughs> Again, Jennifer just, <laughs> Again. like, does not belong here. <laughs> no, no, as we very much find It out. reminds me of Queen of Jordan. Remember oh how there was, God. like, how could I forget? on 30 Rock, but there was, like, one character that they show for five seconds, and it's like, hi, I'm Samantha. I pay my taxes on time, and I'm level-headed. <laughs> and, like, you just never see her. <laughs> I think Queen of Jordan might be one of the greatest housewife spoofs. You've never watched The Hot Wives, though. I don't care. It can't be Queen of Jordan for me. It's, it's truly hot. Like, there is some great moments in Hot Wives, but nothing beats. People do love the way she says ham. <laughs> ham. Ham. <laughs> like, ham. Way no, like, my single. My single is dropping. My single is dropping. Is the name of the single? That's dropping on Tuesday. Yeah, it's just. The writing on it is just perfect. And, like, yeah, yeah, I'm just obsessed with it. But Jack anyway. Jack and fart noises, the whole thing. It's, it's. Oh, yeah. I suffer from IBS too, like Jack. House... <laughs> yeah, like, that they did the whole episode, like, a housewife episode. It just starts to finish. And speaking, I know we do, Sorry, like, a quick little smart. Ramona in a dress thing. I don't care about this scene at all because I just want to go to the next scene unless you have comments on it. Um... I just talk about Avery being horrible because Avery, she's like, I've got to get Avery's opinion. And Avery is just like, this whole thing is classic teenage girl at that time. She's like, is there going to even be cake? (laughs) And she says it like cake is a bad thing. And I'm just like, yeah, she also is like wearing a blue top. And like the wedding designer person is just like, so I was thinking a blue dress. And she's like, Ooh, I don't want to wear too much blue. And I'm just like, you're just such a little snot and I hate you. Yeah. Um, but, so that's what I enjoyed from that moment. It's just yeah, it was my a chance for me to be like, like shut to up, see Avery. Ramona not in a classic wedding dress, though I know she ends up picking one, but I feel like for a vow renewal, just don't wear a classic satin white dress. Like, I'm just not into that. I feel like she could have gone like a short dress kind of thing. Or a jumpsuit or something, yeah. something more interesting than, like, a first-time bride dress. But that's just my opinion Maybe on it. Maybe she wears, like, so, Sheena Shea's first dress, gets crop top. <laughs> oh, the crop Iconic. top. Iconic. She said, you know what? She saved it, though. Her second wedding dress, outstanding. She looked amazing at her second wedding. Jeez. I loved her hair, too. Anyway, we go now to Lou's Yoga and Meditation Center that she likes to visit. And it's Chopra. Kelly Jill... Sonia and Luann and the reason I want to talk about this is because the conversation that they are having Mm -hmm. prior to going in for their meditation thing is in that moment is when 
like it's moments like those that make me absolutely fall in love with housewives yeah make me show how important shows like this on tv are and how little women get platforms to have these discussions yeah. I, to me it was such a powerful moving moment and if you want to explain what basically what they're talking about so lou is talking about how she found chopra which by the way i thought she was saying choker for like five minutes and i was like why are they going to get choked i don't understand this and then i was like oh chopra um but she's she basically went and like after her divorce did this and she's talking about divorce and it's just nice because sonia can relate and kelly can relate and like lou is saying that she's depressed she went through a depression because she wasn't with her biological person i thought this was an interesting theory is that like your biological person is the person you match with to have kids with, but it ne- doesn't necessarily mean that you're with them forever. And I thought that was really interesting. Um, and then Lou, when she's opening up about her depression, um, Sonia says, I took antidepressants. They made me stupider, which I thought was very <laughs> funny. And, and, well, and then Kelly starts talking about um... – how she had anxiety while she was actually married to her husband Mm -hmm. because he was gone so much and how all of the pressure was on her to basically be taking care of the kids and Sonia and Luann completely related to that. Look, I'm Mm -hmm. sure they all had help or whatever, but there's still something when your partner is not there and the sole responsibility is following you. And I'm sure all three of their husbands were gone for quite lengthy periods. Absolutely. Um, And you know, this anxiety of I was supposed to be married and now I'm, here alone with these you know young kids like the kid gets a fever you're by yourself it was just like yeah they're they were talking about that kind of stuff and um kelly just talks about feeling all alone and everything is yourself after a divorce and you're just losing your best friend and it's just it's a sad moment where they're all just kind of talking about like losing somebody that loved them and they move on so fast. And... Yeah, all the men seem to move on fast and the mm-hmm. women haven't been able to. I also was very glad Jill really kept her mouth shut in this conversation. Yes. Even though she has been divorced because she, I That's believe, right. was married once before Bobby. Yep. But I don't think it was the same. And she was a single mom because mm-hmm. Bobby is not Allie's father. So it was interesting Jill didn't have much to add. And I don't know if it's because obviously she's currently not single, but it is an experience she herself has had. I just thought it was really nice. Yeah, like to me, if anyone ever like housewives, they just yell at each other and it's just drama. This is the type of scene I would show where I would be like, here's women over a certain age getting airtime to discuss their feelings, their life, their divorce, mm-hmm. motherhood. Show me another platform that gives that to them because there's very few. And also this is what me, I would like. Like another medium of entertainment where re- we really talk about this feeling that women have you know like i feel like yeah yeah, we've got like reba and grace under fire kind of sitcoms but like you don't really see these like dramatic things unless it's like and then she killed her husband (laughs) you know like i just feel like we don't get a lot of this this, like exactly feelings yeah this this is what i would show people this type of scene when when people you know talk poorly of housewives or say oh it's stupid trash tv because not all moments are like that. And I've always loved when they have kept these these real moments in. And I just loved it. I thought and it was such a nice moment. We go to another real moment because we're in L.A. And Bethany is crying into Jason. And she's just 
she feels like there's finally an end and to the story because she was able to talk to her father and you know he was hoping for death and she tried to understand what he was saying and what he who he was and it wasn't like a perfect bow on the ending and stuff but mm-hmm. it was nice to heal and she was really really glad that J- jason was there and say what you will about what happens with their relationship i did think it was really nice the way that he was supporting her in this moment. me too for, you know we know he works a normal person job so for him to be able to basically drop what he was doing and go to california with her on kind mm-hmm. of a moment's notice also, I really hate how hot I thought he looked in the scene because he wasn't so clean shaven <laughs> and his like blue eyes were, were very blue. And I was like, damn, Jason yeah. is good looking. I was like, I hate myself for thinking that, <laughs> but he looked real good in this scene. And he was like really it. trying to be empathetic. And I think that's something that like makes a man hot. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't like... Yeah, I I don't know what happened with them so much. I also made a note that I said it's funny that we're not even on Bethany's spinoff, but this scene felt like a scene in a spinoff. Yeah, it very much felt like Bethany ever after uh-huh. moment. Um, Just because she's had so many solo scenes this season, mm-hmm. no wonder watching this season, someone was like, "We should give her a spinoff." Because yeah, <laughs> it's very clear how you know she's so comfortable and can just kind of carry a show. Um, Bethany also admits that she tried to call her mom, uh, just to like, you know, make the rounds and her mother's phone was shut off and Jason's like, Oh, does your mom not know about your dad? And she's like, Oh, she, she'd be like good riddance, like good stuff. And that hits Jason hard, which I was surprised at how taken aback Jason was by that comment. Cause I'm just like, you guys are engaged, you know, her family dynamic, right? I know, but they still haven't been together that long. True. And I do also always remember loving Jason's family and, like, loving Jason's family for Bethany Mm -hmm. in her spinoff and how they were, like, super normie and how it was, like, to me, this, like, family dynamic she always wanted. And I remember when they got divorced how sad I was that, like, things turned sour. Yeah. There. the family went against Bethany real hard, too. I know, I know. And I remember being really sad about that. Um, oh, we head on over to lunch with Sonia, Jill, and Ramona. Mm-hmm. And Jill's doing her typical questioning of Sonia, like, tell me everything about your life and yourself. Mm-hmm. So we get a little more Sonia backstory. She's from Sarasota. She got into modeling and actually first beauty pageants and the modeling. Of course, Jill makes some offhanded comment about how she's not tall enough to be a model. And she's like, well, I did it. Like, you know, like, who cares how tall she is? Clearly, mm-hmm. we know she did some modeling. So there are other types of models besides super tall models. And it was just, but also before Sonia gets there, I think Jill is telling Kelly that she says like too much. And she like, there's like a whole scene where Jill says, while Kelly's talking, you say like too much. And Kelly's like, oh, I'm sorry. Well, I'm telling the story. And like, and every time she says like, Jill calls her out for it. And I would have jumped out a window. I, first of all, have that speech impediment thing where I just say like a lot. But I just thought it was the most rude thing to do to a friend. Um, even if Kelly does say it a ton, it just felt Well, they're really... not in a professional setting either. 
Yeah, Who cares it was if just, your friend is. I guess if it annoys you, it was just very much like Jill being Miss Manners. But anyway, yeah, Ramona invites Sonia and Jill to the to a lunch to, in, because she wants them to be in her renewal trip. Okay, so I thought this scene was so funny because obviously, like with every housewife season, the women know they're going on a trip. No one plans a last minute mm-hmm. trip to the U.S. Virgin Islands like a week for before five days. For five days. We always know that it's always the setup, but Mm -hmm. it felt so inauthentic because I feel like this was the first time Ramona had to do something like this. Mm -hmm. And the way that she was just like, so, a trip I planned and just very animated and awkward and... She's also there like, were because you... were like, great, let's go. Like, it's just very inauthentic moment, but I don't blame them. It happens still to this day when someone's like, I planned a trip. And you're like, oh, did you? Did you now at last minute plan a trip to Dubai for everyone to go? You know, like, yeah. no, you didn't. But also it's really thick because Ramona's like, because you guys are my best friends. And we're like, you've like in this world that we're in now in the reality show, you've been with Sonia for five minutes. Like you guys have just reconnected supposedly. And yeah. Like Jill, you know each other. You and Jill hate each other every five minutes. <laughs> like, uh-huh. And do you know what I found too most shocking? Because typically the person who is the one that says like, I plan this trip is the person who is in the best place with everyone on the cast. And how shocking that it's Ramona. Yeah. Who was in the best place with everyone because they have That's to be the true. one to bring everyone together because it's like if they didn't plan it, mm-hmm. why would so and so come? Like it's the most believable story to be like, it's Ramona's trip, it's so and so's trip, and that's why we're all here. But Jill is immediately like, Who will you not invite? And so Ramona like doesn't even answer Jill's question. She's just like, You're coming. Don't be so self absorbed. You're coming. She should have. You want to make up with Bethany so bad? Go on a trip with her. Yep. Um, that Jill's... was all BS. And, like, Sonia and um, Ramona really try and get Jill to say that she's coming. And she just keeps saying, I'll do my best, which is, you know, as we know, bullshit. Mm-hmm. Um, then... I, I literally didn't even pay attention. I guess Jen is having them over for something. I was not... It lost me for a second. Well, I had they no were idea trying why to make Jen happen. She has them over for drinks. And it's... Because and, Jill, Jill is like, I like Jen. And I'm like, Jill, the only times that you've really interacted with Jen, she barely spoke and you were the only person speaking. Yeah. And she's such a non-factor in the scene. That's why I like completely... I liked her apartment. Her apartment is nice. Um, yeah. But uh, Lou is coming. Alex is coming. Sonia's coming. Ramona shows up and she's like, Oh, I just got this really sad email. And Jill's like, I texted you and you didn't say anything. I already know that. Like, she was like, I already know Bethany's dad is dead. It was just like, Whoa. Like, Jill gets so mad. And like, Ramona's like, Yeah, she called. Like, you know, I've been talking to, to Bethany. And Jill's like, Why wouldn't you have told me? Why wouldn't you have told me? And like, Ramona's like, You guys are in a fight. Like, It's insane that Jill thinks she is privy to this information based on where the relationship is and that she is Mm -hmm. mad at Ramona for Ramona not calling Jill to say Bethany's father has passed away. What an insane take on a situation. I could not 
Well, she literally says, if you were my friend, you would have told me. Well, and also, Ramona's like, I literally told you I just got this email. I've been working all day. Jill's like, I reached out to you at 2. And Ramona's like, yeah, I've been working all day. And then she was like, yeah, and I started at the bottom of my messages. And the first one was from Bethany at 6 a.m. Yeah. Telling me this. And then yours was above it. And again, yeah, she was working. We all know we don't always get to things. And in what world... Does Ramona owe it to Jill to tell her Bethany's information? For once, Ramona made the right choice and didn't gossip and spread information and do anything. And I just could not believe that Jill was getting mad at Ramona for this. And at the level, I mean, she literally runs into a closet to make it about herself. And Kelly runs right after her. And Sonya walks in at that moment and it's like everyone is dead silent. And she's just like, this is creepy. (laughs) Yep. Then we find out that Jill texts Alex, who they were in a horrible place, to say, did you hear Bethany's dad died? She wants to freaking gossip about it. And it's like, and, you know, you want to talk about, they want to call Alex creepy for delivering the message from Bethany. That, to me, is way creepier to be like. Low of low. Like, just to call, to reach out to somebody that you don't really like at all, that you've said you never want to speak to again, just to let them know that a mutual friend of yours' dad died. And you know that she'd probably hear it from Bethany, too. Oh, there's um, a reason she chose to text her about it. It'd be one thing if it was a group message with everyone on the cast. Yeah. Saying, I just heard the news about Bethany's father. Should we send her flowers collectively? Or... Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Does anyone know? Is there funeral arrangements? Is there a wake? Is there anything we can do to help her? No. To text solo? I think we're text messaging. Is, yeah, it was 20. Yeah. yeah. BBM existed. Whatever. Yeah. Either way, send a, a chain email. Those existed. The fact that she did this just to gossip is so obvious. It's ridiculous. So um, then Jill and Alex start going at it. But the funniest thing is that, like, Kelly's sitting literally yep. in the middle of them, and they... It's like Kelly does not exist. They are just fighting. Yep, and Kelly's face looks like horrified. And Alex is basically, the hives are coming out. She's like, you are so good at pretending you're nice. This is the first text Mm -hmm. that you have sent me. Did you hear Bethany's father's die? And Jill keeps interrupting her, and Alex is like, can you stop talking for a second? And And then (laughs) she says the best fucking line. I didn't know this was happening at this moment, and I Well, she says something before we get to the line. Okay. She goes, I don't want to hear what is wrong with my children. I don't want to hear what is wrong with my house. I don't want to hear what is wrong with my husband, and you are relentless. Then she says... You are a mean girl, and you are in high school, and while you are in high school, I am in Brooklyn, and trying to survive in this economy. It's just... I mean, it was just, like, slow clap. I had to pause it. I rewatched it, like, three times because I also did not know this was the you're a mean girl in high school and I'm in Brooklyn. And I love also that the line always cuts off the second half of, like, as a mother trying to survive in this economy. Yeah. I did not realize that was a continuation of the line. I just, I for some reason, I always thought it was her saying that to Lou. I, I thought that was, like, the Herman Monster thing, like, shoe thing. I thought that was the back I don't even know when forth. that's going to happen. I don't know when that happens. I think that's next year. But anyway, next season. I think season. so, too. But it, it's just, 
I screamed. I was so excited. That line is iconic. Yup. And then Jill says, I'm a big bad wolf, Alex. Yeah. And then they basically both mutually agree they shouldn't be in the same circle of friends. And to me, that's Jill saying, well, that's because I'm better than you and you don't deserve to be here. Yeah. And that's why we shouldn't be in the same circle of friends. And, and my last note Jill of the episode is... kind of acting like she's going to cut Alex out. She's like basically like, well, you're gone now. Like well, she, she thinks, thinks she has the power to do yes. so, but she does not. Nope. She does not have that power. And I really, my last note of the episode is Jill is so evil here. I truly mm-hmm. forgot how bad she gets because my memory deceived me and I really grew to like post housewives Jill. And obviously, yeah. I know she, hopefully she's changed a bit, whatever, but these last two episodes, she's hor- She's truly, she's horrible. I think that this is like such a like fame getting to somebody that like, Oh my God. You yeah. just really see that. Like some she thinks it's her show should not get this level of fame. But then Jen also says she's never had a party like this in her life. And I was like, you never will again, Jen. Don't worry. Yeah, don't worry. You'll be gone real, real soon. And it just, yeah, just, she just pissed me off endlessly in this episode, continually making the opposite choice of what I would do. And just like. The I am the big bad wolf. I was just like, I wonder if that's where Stasi was like, I am the devil, and don't you forget it. <laughs> Possibly. I mean, she just takes every wrong turn. She constantly is contradicting herself. She's constantly playing the victim. And it's like what she Bethany was saying. Up. It's all about her. It's when it's am all, I getting it's mine? It's so obvious it's all what about I, her. Yeah. It's just, it's tough to watch, but it's entertaining as hell to watch. And... It's just going to keep going because next week we're on a boat, baby. We are going. We are we got in the, the Virgin Islands. Scary Island is nearing and I cannot wait. And uh, that's all we got for today. Yeah. So thanks everyone who keeps leaving kind reviews. We appreciate you. We appreciate all the downloads, the subscriptions. It's just, it's been great. And we love doing this. So thank you for listening. Yeah, thank you. We love you. Um, I hope you're getting your Roni fix. Because it's certainly, you know, filling my hole in my heart for Real Housewives of New York. As we are still now in March of 2023 and have not heard a single thing that convinces me that Roni legacy is actually going to happen. So just gonna have to rewatch all old episodes for the rest of our days i think by the time we finish our rewatch they'll be back this <laughs> <laughs> time we get through like 15 seasons in another year and a half yeah that's all <laughs> oh my goodness all right well till next time guys bye imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt now imagine them getting even softer over time that's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. 
I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.